Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Moments in the Before the Throne Room. Hosted by Joanne Hall. And I'm Siobhan, guest speaker for today. Father, I just want to lift up this moment right now in the name of Jesus. We come to you, God. As humble as we know how, God, repenting for our sins, God, and asking you, God, for forgiveness. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for just allowing me to enter in into what you're opening up me to, oh, God, at this very moment. I thank you, Father, just for speaking to me, Lord, downloading this in my spiritual realm, oh, God. And I just want to say I pray that it lifts up each and every person that listened to this this morning. And I pray that it reaches them to their highest mountains, God. As you flow through the lowest valleys, oh God, with your blood. I thank you, Father, for just your love, God. And allow the love to enter in, God. Giving us a new heart and a new mind, God. I want to say thank you, Father. For just being that way maker, oh God. Being that provider. Being our just father everything. Our daddy, God. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking to us, oh God. In our very own individual way, oh God. Crowning us from the bottom of our head to the bottom of our feet, God. And anointing us with your oil, oh God. Filling our lamps, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that this reaches each and every one's spirit that listen to this. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, I wanted to talk to you all about love this morning. And I want to start off with the scripture, um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And I'm going to use the NLT version. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Amen. May the blessing be the reading of the word of the Lord. So, this morning I got a revelation of grace. And when I say that, I say this because of just the growth that I have been seeing in my marriage. No, we're not perfect, but we're growing in that direction. And what I realized is that I had to understand that my husband has his own race and he runs at his own pace and I have my own race and I run at my own pace 
And what I started to realize of, um, you know, as the seasons change, we change over the years in our growth and our marriage. Yes, you have those hard times, but you have those good times as well. And when I start to understand how God began to give me grace for myself, I began to learn how to begin, learn how to begin to give grace to my husband. And yes, it happens over time. God give us chance after chance after chance to get it right. And what I had to realize is that if I wanted to have the love of my marriage and my relationship with my husband, I had to begin to give him chances. And I wonder, how am I going to do that? Because my patience began to run thin when it came to certain things. And when I realized that, I wonder if God patience everyone thins for me, but it never did. Because his love is unfailing love and his love endures forever. So I begin to look at myself and I begin to ask God, how do you fix me? How do you change me? I begin to fight. I begin to stop looking at the excuses that I thought I had or my husband had. I begin to go to God with everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. The things that I wanted to say to my husband to put him down or belittle him are the things that I would do to make him feel like that he wasn't good enough or safe. Because what started to happen is that my personal frustrations with myself began to ball up and I needed somebody to put them on. And instead of me taking those burdens to Jesus, I will take them to the next person that's closest to me, which is my husband. And it was anger. It was bitterness. It was rage. It was so many things that we hold captive when we would need to release those things. And what I mean by releasing those things is I begin to go before God in the throne room, bowing down to him and praying and asking God to help me with those things, those weaknesses, those strongholds that were on my life. And as I begin to ask God to fix me and change me, I started to see those little things change in my husband. When I began to pick up on what his love languages were, even if I struggled to do those love languages for him, how can I comfort him as my husband when I needed comfort myself? And so I began to pour everything into how I was feeling into God and build a relationship with him. And when I started to build those relationships with him, my language began to change. 
And I say my language, meaning I begin to learn how to love myself first. No, I'm not quite perfect. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. And as I started to love myself and love who I was, well, first I'm going to say this. I had to start believing in what the word of God was telling me to do about love. The word of God in 1 Corinthians 13 was to say, is to say, love is patient, love is kind. Those are two main things that I started to realize. I had to be patient and I had to be kind. And then it says, love is not jealous, boastful, proud, or rude. All of those things in together, gel together for me because when I begin to take all of those things to God and the frustrations, guess what happened within myself? I change. And when I change, my husband begins to change. I'm saying that to stand firm on his word and trust what the word is telling you. Your word is your weapon. Your word is a tool. And when you use that tool, what do the tool do in a physical sense, a manual sense? The tool helps you put things together. So I began to put those things together because I wanted to fix the discomfort that was within myself and the discomfort that was in my marriage. Yes, my husband and I are still working on things. But when I begin to give him the grace that he needed, because God gave me grace, I started to be able to stop attacking and blaming those things on him. And guess what? I began to be the comforter that he needed. The person he could come and talk to. Because I was even at a place where he was shut down. And sometimes it would be places where we wouldn't talk for days. And it's okay to walk away from it and cool off. But you got to come back to it. But when you come back to it, you got to use wisdom of standing on the word and be more understanding and vulnerable with the person. Be transparent with the person. No, they may not understand everything you're talking about. I'm saying that because when you are raised up in different households, you learn things differently. And sometimes that person may not knew not how to love in that way. Maybe they learned how to love in this way. And yes, sometimes the truth may hurt. But you have to understand. You have to check yourself first and say, you know what? Look at me. I'm not perfect. I don't even got it together. I'm a mess myself. So how can I sit here and make that other person feel wrong for what they're doing when I am not right for what I'm doing within my own self? You have to understand 
this is when you have to even give yourself grace. I'm saying that because this is how things start to work together for the good. And this is in Romans 8 and 28. And when you start to hear spiritually, see spiritually, and align yourself up in a spiritual realm, Guess what started to happen with those broken pieces of your brokenness in your heart? You start to become whole. Those pieces start to mend themselves together. And I just want to say I thank God for giving me this revelation for even more grace within my husband. We've been together now for 12 years. And he's still doing things that, yes, I do not like. But I can't focus on that. I have to focus on fixing me and changing me. Because I am at a place where now I am, I'm just going to say in my 30s. That look how many years that I was going through the brokenness. Until I say, okay, God, I'm going to fight. I got to trust you. I have to stand firm on his word. Look how many years that you go through your brokenness to even realize you need changing within yourself. So things take time. And that's when 1 Corinthians 13 come in. 13 and 4 through 7. You have to be patient. You have to be kind. And guess what? You have to learn how to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Only so you can catch what the person is saying without saying it. You have to listen to the words that they're saying. And God will start giving you revelation from what they're saying. And sometimes the words could simply be, I need your help. I need your comfort. I need your understanding because I didn't know or I didn't see this growing up. They're not excuses. They're things that people need. And a woman of God said recently, in order for you to do your God thing, you have to do people. And yes, it starts with most of the people that are closest to you, like your spouse, your companion. And you have to know that you work as a team. And guess what? In order for me to do what I want to do in my household or what God wants to do in my household in order for my household to change, guess what I have to do? I have to change. I have to start reshifting things. I have to be that Proverbs 31 woman, start setting the tone in the atmosphere. You can't do that if you're not building your relationship with God. Now, I'm going to go back to your word is your weapon. I'm going to go back to that's when your grace comes in. Because we have to think about how many times God's 
give us grace and mercy when we don't even deserve it. You have to look at yourself. You have to not pay attention to the imperfections in the other person and pay attention to your own stuff. Because guess what? Your race is going at a different pace than the other person. They could be running faster than you or slower than you. But as your team member, you got to slow down and guess what? Pick them up too from time to time. And it's okay. That's how you take the baby steps. And I want to say thank you for tuning in into Spiritual Moments and Before the Throne Room.